Hello, and welcome to the Sales Growth Solutions Podcast. I am Ashley Brimacombe, and on today's show, we chat with one-time professional basketballer turned businessman, Ross Holtgren. We're here today in the boardroom of Chapman Welch Financial Services with business owner and former professional basketballer, Ross Holtgren. Ross started his career in financial services sector as a 24-year-old. Now, a certified financial planner, Ross has been providing professional financial planning advice and solutions since 1987. In 2002, Ross bought out the original partners to become the sole director. He has continued the tradition of deepening client relationships, steady growth, and maintaining strong community involvement. In 2015, Chapman Welsh created the PACO 80 Group, a full financial suite of services incorporating accounting, mortgage broking, and general insurance, all at the one location. Welcome to the show, Ross. Thanks, Ashley. It's good to be here. Can we start by taking a moment to share with the audience what it is your business does and how it can be of service? Yeah, Ash. Um, we are a full uh, modelled financial planning service. Uh, we're licensed by AMP and the business itself is over 40 years old. And as you've mentioned, I've been here 30 years. And uh, we work with a range of clients to provide financial services based on whatever they need at the time. Excellent. So can you give the audience a brief insight to how you arrive at your current position? Your, share your journey um, to, to where you are today. Sure. I was playing basketball in Geelong and working in Melbourne as a 23-year-old. And uh, I got approached by my mentor and, and the original owner of this business, Frank Welsh. And he said, uh, why don't you look at uh, coming to work for me in market insurances? And I said, OK, well, I'll give that a try because uh, I was sick of travelling to Melbourne. And um, 30 years later, I'm still here. I bought the business and um, my two sons now work in the business. And uh, it's been interesting and challenging the whole time, but it's one of the best things I ever did. Are you still, do you still use the mentor? Is it, is it an arrangement you still continue with? Too? Yeah, I still use Frank as a mentor and I have an, a couple of other mentors that I, that I use and bounce off. I'm uh, very actively involved in International Financial Planning Association and uh, through that I get access to a, a number of people all over the world that I bounce things off and read and, and we, we share ideas on a regular basis. So just, just for some of the audience that may not have had a mentor or, or don't think that a mentor is something that they would consider using, um, what, sort of, what sort of advantages do you think there is in, in having a mentor on board? I just think sometimes um, there's things going on where you're really busy or there's uh, something's happened that you weren't expecting. It's nice to have someone that you can go to and say, look, this has just happened or uh, I've got a situation where I've got to provide advice around this. What would you do? How do you do it? Uh, in your experience, what does this mean? And it's just sometimes nice to have someone who takes away all the, the darkness sometimes, all the clouds, can take away the, the uncertainty and, and just provide some clarity. And, and I try now and provide that opportunity for a number of uh, younger advisors and younger people that I work with so that they can not get bogged down in some of the stuff that doesn't necessarily mean they should be bogged down in. So a mentor just quite often will provide clarity and 
and help you work through new situations. And would you, su would you suggest if, uh, if they don't have one, they should pick one up? I think that is something we should all be doing on a regular basis, not just in business, but in, you know, started to bite the bullet and I invested in employing a full-time client engagement and marketing coordinator. Um, I'd, I'd had the situation where I had so many ideas that I was hearing about and learning from other people, but I never had the opportunity to implement because I just didn't have the time. So by uh, employing a, a person to come in and, and their sole role was to provide marketing and deepen our client relationships. So by doing that, we're able to um, prioritise a number of projects, make sure that they were implemented, we're able to go back and, and work, look at what worked and what didn't work, and then make changes. And I just know from experience that that's not something you get to do when you're the, the operator in the business. When you're at the coalface, seeing clients, dealing with staff, um, dealing with everything else that you have to do, uh, to do, it's the projects and the ideas that quite often get left behind. So that's, that's more the idea of working on your business rather than in your business? Correct. So the ability for me to leave that with someone else and then just have them report to me on a regular basis um, was really refreshing and, and we've been able to get great traction. So some of the things we've been able to do um, in the last two years, we've been able to hold regular client education seminars and briefings and we're currently working on doing that via podcast as well. So uh, there's a lot of knowledge in this office and people quite often now don't have time to come to seminars. So we're thinking we will we'll, um, put that information into podcasts and get it out to our clients that way. Great idea. So client workshops, um, an online resource centre, 24-hour, seven-day-a-week online resource centre that our clients can log into and access key financial news, articles, modules, videos and calculators. Uh, it's something we've built over the last 12 months and, and again, that's getting great traction and our clients love it. It gives them peace of mind and they can access the information when it suits them. And community work. We've always been very community focused. So we've engaged fairly heavily um, with a local football club in the, over the last few years who we've always sponsored. And on this Thursday, we're actually holding our first uh, sponsors networking breakfast where we're gonna hold four of those where we're gonna allow the sponsors to get together and share with each other what they actually do so that within a sporting group, people can support people. Um, the sponsors can support each other. The biggest issue you have quite often is that we don't know what each other does. Yeah. So we're it's putting- It's a win-win situation. Correct. So we're putting together a forum where the sponsors can get together, have some breakfast, and learn from each other, and build a, a community within a community. Sounds like a great idea. Yep. So that we do that this Thursday. We'll kick off the first one. So Ross, would you like to take a moment and share with the listeners your favourite business software? Something that's making your life easier. Sure, Ash. Uh, another idea I picked up from a, a mate of mine overseas was an online review letter process. Trying to get review meetings and, and organise review meetings has always been um, difficult. So we now send out an online review letter. We write to the client, um, let them know that they're due for a review. We put in, the, in that review letter some notes from our last meeting. These are the things we discussed. Um, as it, uh, we would like to meet with you again. Please make an appointment online with us to come in and see us or we'll come and see you. And let us know of any changes that have occurred since this meeting so that we can make some adjustments for that meeting so we can be prepared. So the engagement, again, the ability for the clients to be able to 
respond to that letter at 10 o'clock at night or 6 o'clock in the morning, make an appointment with us, let us know of changes that have occurred in their life, has made their lives and our lives a lot easier and, and, and has allowed us to engage uh, in, a, uh, in a more simple, simple way. And, and, and no doubt more productive meetings. Correct, because uh, there's more clarity and, and we're not spending a lot of time talking about, we're not wasting time. We can deal, we can act on the, the issues they've brought up already. Yeah, right. So how do you see the current business situation and what will be defining your company moving forward? We're, um, we're still in a, a growth phase and we'll always be in a growth phase. Some of the issues that come with being in growth, and particularly in our industry, is compliance. So we've spent a lot of time uh, working on processes and structures around compliance to make sure that we are compliant at all times. We're also working on outsourcing of tasks, so making sure that uh, the people in the business are, are doing the things, working on their strengths and providing advice and services to the people um, that, that they've requested and that we're not doing the things that we shouldn't be doing. We're not wasting time. And the other thing we spend a lot of time focusing on is the people stuff. Just making sure that we're connected and we're communicating on a regular basis so that people feel connected to us. Um, people still want to talk to people, still, people still want to see people. And the busier you get with the other stuff, the less time you spend on the people stuff. So constantly we're coming back to making sure that we're uh, engaging with our people and with our clients. And just in a general um, uh, financial, economical sort of situation, you know, um, market, marketplace, et cetera, where, how, do you see, how do you see the current environment there? In our industry, as long as we're talking to people, and because we're a mature business, there's always something going on in our clients' lives. Um, there's always uh, an inheritance or a redundancy or a job promotion or someone's bought a house or wanting to buy a house. So again, the more times we talk to people, the more we find out about those situations and the more they then engage us to provide advice. So quite often we are doing a lot of service work, but uh, it still leads to other opportunities. All of our clients, I keep telling my, my other advisors that all of our clients have family and children and friends that need us and they also have needs for more of what we do. They just don't know quite often that we do it. So again, by holding regular meetings, quite often we uncover areas of, of advice or areas that our clients need us that they didn't even know we could provide. The other, uh, so it's economically, um, it's ours is a simple business like most businesses. We've just got to focus on doing what we do well and, and the stuff that people want us to do. So we don't get caught up in the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, every time I go away from doing that, things slow down and you wonder why they've slowed down. It's because you've stopped doing the basics. At Sales Growth Solutions, we're all about the customer experience and building growth by improving the dynamics around the customer journey. So Ross, can you share with the audience your principles in driving growth from within your business? Yeah, Ash, we work on a formula we call it the success formula, and again, it's something I learnt overseas from uh, another advisor. But it starts with uh, trust, and trust in, is vital for every relationship. And trust will only come from competency, clarity, and constant communication. So every time we come up with an idea, or every time someone says we should do this, the questions we ask is, 
Will that build trust or will it maintain trust? And if it can't do those two things, then we look for the next idea. Um, because once we've got trust, it's very important that we maintain it. And with every new relationship we have, we must build trust. So as clients research us, as clients get referred to us, they need to be able to research us and, 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 and see that uh, we are all about starting at the trust. But with trust, once, uh, once we've got trust with our stakeholders, um, we then make sure that we provide value for money because clients can always pay you money for your services, but unless they see value, uh, you won't get the third piece of the success formula, which is repeat business or referrals. And we find with this formula, trust, value and repeat business, that if you muck it up or if you ask for money before you have trust, um, you'll never get repeat business. So we always come back to the trust piece of the equation. And if we get that right, then the other two pieces of that formula seem to work pretty well. So again, whenever we get quiet, whenever uh, we want to go through another growth phase, we focus on trust and then the rest will follow. And uh, you know, again, for building growth for us, uh, the referrals will come from the more people we see. So again, if we see the quota of people we should be seeing on a regular basis, then we will get growth by just asking the right questions and then providing the services we, we, we can provide. Excellent. I'd like you to imagine, if you will, that you have been invited by Elon Musk to join the first expedition to Mars. It will take a long time to get there and you may never return. Stuck on Mars forever. You have room on your hard drive for one book, one CD, and one movie. What will you be taking with you and why? Yeah, Ash, uh, I would take Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. I would take a Clive Cussler uh, a novel, anyone would do. And I would, I wrote down two movies. If I was looking for comedy, I'd, I'd Take along, along came Polly, that stars Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston. Or I'd, if I was looking for uh, motivation, uh, I would take Shawshank Redemption because of the great messages of resilience and planning. So if you made me take one, I'd probably take along came Polly because I'd like, like to have a laugh on that trip. <laughs> Especially if you're not coming back. That's right. So in summary then, are you able to signpost for the listeners three main points from today's show that they can take away? The number one thing that we focus on is the client experience in order to make sure that the moment the client walks through the door um, until they have become a client that you do what you say you're going to do and you do it when you say you're going to do it. So we, we again, we always focus on, on that piece of the business. We're constantly trying to find ways to automate our processes to allow us to focus on the tasks we should be doing and need to do. And the third thing we focus on is we make the calls and see the people. That, that part of the process has never changed and never will change. Don't get distracted. See the people, see the people, see the people. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks for your time today, Ross. It's been great having you on the show. Thanks, Ash. It's a, a thank you for asking me to be on your show. Thanks for being a part of the SGS community. We hope that you gain some value from listening to our show today. 
The interview and related information can be found on our website, salesgrowthsolutions.org. Today's episode was produced and edited by Red Lemon Productions. And if you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Until next week, take care.